It's time to go beyond the headlines Cause I don't put in overtime just so I can headline Okay, now it's Fox Sports, I'm live with Renee Going hard every day, sports rapping every play Different segments for your favorites Coming at you daily with positive vibes Yeah, we some game changers Basketball, football, soccer With different interviews, you never know who may pop up Listen, only on Beyond the Headlines This is Beyond the Headlines <laughs> Only on Beyond the Headlines This is Beyond the Headlines <laughs> Hello, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Happy 2022. I'm your host, Renee Washington, as we are getting into the first episode of 2022 with our live guest that we've got joining us from Baltimore, Jamal Walker, aka Rock Writer, who's going to be on the show with us. And I hope that you guys have had a tremendous holiday break. Hopefully you are blessed, crushing it in the new year so far. Hopefully still sticking to those New Year's resolutions, guys. I hope you did not throw them out the window already on the 10th of January. But we've got a great one for you today with some inspiration, great vibes, um, learning about his career, learning about his music, and also some other aspects he's tapping into in the new year. I'm not going to spoil it all yet because this week we have for you our Featured Artist of the Week on this edition of Beyond the Headlines as we are kicking off 2022 in a big way. So I hope you guys are ready for our guest as we get into our Artist Spotlight. What's up, it's Microphone Rocky, and here's our host, Renee Washington, with the Artist Spotlight. Joining us from the DMV, representing Baltimore. What's up? How are you, Rock Ryder? I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to have you here and excited to get to learn more about you, all that you've got going on. You're a business owner, you're a music artist, you're a writer. You are doing big things in the community as well. And we got a lot to dive into. And the one thing I love already is the comments that are coming in. I can already see you got some fans that are ready to go. <laughs> Shout out to the, the, the group of friends that you had that have already been forwarded <laughs> with comments. Showing support, showing yeah, up, friends. that are like, where is this? Yeah, friends. Yeah, we here. We here. I love it. I love it. But before <laughs> we get into your career, I got to ask two quick things of you. Um, one is this wall of inspiration you have behind you. You've got some of the best. And I know everybody can't see all of it. I got to see it before the show. Right, but right. you've got a lot of talent behind you. Uh, what? Talk to us about that wall of inspiration that you have. I mean, this this the zone. This is the uh, the studio vibes. Um, when I walk in, I just want to feel inspired the way you just were saying. Um, recording, writing down here, just pulling in from some of my greatest inspirations. You can't really see Michael, but Michael up here, of course. Uh, it's just a feel, you know. I love, I love it. it. That's that's what's up because again, you're really having as you talk about. That's the zone, and when you want to create a space. That just allows the creative juices to get flowing. Right. Uh, why not have some of the best to ever do it in their respective fields? Timeless music at that. Absolutely. Timeless, for sure. Now, it's a new year. Everybody always has new year, new me, new resolutions. Right. What are your new year's goals? And have you stuck to them so far? Or uh, have you already abandoned some of them? Uh, the goal, <laughs> really, is just about just building on this momentum. Um, keeping... You know, everything disciplined and still sticking right. to everything that we were, you know, doing towards the end of the year. I had a, you know, aside from a lot of things that's going on to the outside world, myself personally, I had a pretty great 
um, last year. I can't really complain myself. So I'm just trying to keep those momentums going and staying positive in my space, despite all this craziness that's going around in the world. Mm, I like that. Controlling the controllables, just focusing on, you yeah. know, what you've got going on, because yeah. there has been a lot going on around the world, around society, around between COVID and just uh, just in general. Um, to be able to stay so focused and locked in on yourself is it's huge. That's 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 major. Now, I have to ask, because as we get into your music career, a big part of who you are is your name, your brand, Rock Writer. And I know we were talking about that a little bit before. Where does that come from? And what made you, you know, you are Jam Jamal Walker, but what made you have this um, stage name, presence, uh, brand of yours? And, and what's the inspiration behind it? Right. The inspiration just comes from uh, my whole life. Um, friends around in the neighborhood. They, call, they called me Rock, Lil J Rock, since I was little. So once I got older, I had to drop off the Lil Rock and stuff like that. And it just became rock. And then I added on something I love to do, which is uh, writing. So I just played that on to a name that everyone was already familiar with who know me personally. So that's just where that come from. And just add a little twist to it with the uh, AH at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of rock writer. Yeah, you <laughs> know where I'm from. Baltimore. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because you got like the the DMV. You've got so many people that will correct you if you do not say the proper. If you do not say the proper terms, you don't pronounce it the right way. If you say, "Oh, you're from DC" or "You're from Maryland," no, you're from Baltimore. And when I went, when I started, um, I mean, I worked down there a lot, and I remember Baltimore. And people like, "Nah, you clearly you're not from here." Exactly. <laughs> Right. I don't know where it started at. Uh, I just was born into it, I guess. Um, but I got a lot of D.C. friends and homies, so I ain't going to come on here and talk, you know, grind me on that. But it just, it's Baltimore, USA, if, if, yes. if we go our way. You know, yes. I don't know who gets on who first. I don't know what started it. Maybe New Balance shoes. I don't know. <laughs> but it's just Baltimore. Yes. He hello to everybody that is joining us, that's tuning in, um, and, and so happy to see so many great people in the chat. This is one of our former guests. I know you've got your fans and friends and uh, family showing out, so definitely bring any questions you have, bring any comments, and we'll we'll be sure to share them with Rock as we're going through the, the interview as well. But, Philip, nice to see you. Happy New Year to you, fam. Um, I do want to touch on all the different hats that you're wearing. You are very talented. You're doing so many great things. And it seems like it's really just the beginning for you. You know, that's one of the, the things I loved about just all the success you've already had is that it seems like you are just getting started. So talk to us about your music career. You know, what helped you um, get encouraged to take that next step in your music career and really pursuing it to be like the greats behind you, to have the sound of like a Kendrick Lamar and a Drake and these different vibes that you're bringing in your music to really pursue that heavy? Well, it just starts with self-awareness, um, pushing myself every day, um, having family and friends who push me every day to, you know, just always be myself. And I always stood out as an individual. I always wanted to, uh, if everyone was going left, I'm going to go right. Um, as far as music, it just... My grandmother, you know, since I was little playing Prince records, MJ records, uh, I couldn't run from it. Um, it was poetry before it became actual rap. So just always just grooming an idea, just staying creative. And it just was a lot of outside influences, uh, 
whether it be negative or whatever. I just never wanted that to dictate, you know, my situations never. So I just would always just write things down, be creative in my writing. Cause that was just my escape for a lot of things out there, you know? Mm. Yeah. And, and you talk about those influences and that's something that I see and now hear is, is right. so rooted in you is the foundation of growing up, listening to some of the best. You talk about Prince and MJ. And of course, I keep talking about this wall of inspiration, but it's consistent that you are talking about and having this foundation of understanding the greats that have paved the way before you and helping you to, you know, continue that. Who is your biggest inspiration? I'm sure there, it seems like there are many, but who do you really try to embody? Or maybe it's a combination of a couple people, but who do you really try to embody in your music and in your career? Uh, it's, it's definitely uh, not one thing. Um, what really got to me when I was younger, which switched everything for me, because at first it was a lot of uh, singing and poetry. Mm. But what really got me, you know, just loving rap is just watching battle rap the competition, the sport in it. Um, I love the hunger in it. Um, and just hearing West Coast rappers, that really is really got me into loving hip hop and rap music. It was just so different. Their cadences was so strong and you know how they talk out there. And mm -hmm. then, then you started getting the lyrical ones who would hop on like a Nas beat and freestyle and stuff like that. And I was just like, man, if we could have like a West Coast dude with an East Coast flow, that'd be beautiful. So that just really just inspired me to just try to find that niche. That's what it started with. It's just being influenced from both sides of it, just the West and the East and blending it. Mm. Yeah. And you know, the, the great thing is of taking what you see and have heard that has worked. You know, East Coast and West Coast music have their own flavor to them, as you're talking about. And to be able to blend them in a way that is unique and connects with people is, is powerful. Because I do, and I love your answer because I feel like a lot of people try so hard to just be somebody else. But you're trying to take a little bit of what you've seen has worked and, and probably learned from what has not worked to create your own sound and your own vibe and to be able to put out music that is yours and unique that's going to really resonate with people. What is that vibe that you're trying to bring with your music? Each and every song, you know, every every lyric that you write, every song that you put out, what's the vibe that you're hoping to really be able to bring out through your music? It's definitely different vibes. Uh, my last project that I did, Pisces, that was just more so just uh, an inner self uh, project, just letting people know who I am first before I can give myself to the world. I got to understand who I am, where I come from, my wants out of things um and just staying true to me mm. and not losing yourself in that journey you know That's it's easy awesome. to get caught up i love it i love it so let's talk a little bit more about pisces because um this is a project that you worked on over the course of a few years and you dropped it and then dropped more music yeah. um what you know, I, I don't even know where to begin with this one. Um, talk about the first part of Pisces and, you know, launching that and letting it go and five songs it was on it, right? Um, oh, yeah, the the EP. So the EP. Yeah. Out, right. The EP came out like a year before COVID. So I just wanted to take that. That, that was a project that, that had so much potential to me that I had to get another crack at it. Mm -hmm. And for some reason... 
it just kind of all came to me like a month before like my birthday was coming up. So I'm just like, okay, I want to release this in a time frame for my birthday. And I just, this going to be a gift to myself to get this out there. And also I want to go deep in sounds, try different sounds, bounce, uh, lushful sounds, and just get more vulnerable than I feel like I ever was trying new sounds. You know, I always want to just be lyrical and bar things up and have your face just, uh, but Pisces allowed me to just, you know, kind of step back, relax with it, get comfortable in the sound, um, play with my voice and my melodies more and actually try to just put good music together. So that's my first project where I wanted to show people that I could put a body of work together. And it's just not always about who I can be better than in this and how this is a sport and I'm the best rap. No, you know, it's about making music at the end of the day and making people, you know, hear more from you and want to come back for more. Mm, yes, yes. And and really being able to make music that is, as you talk about some of the greatest that you grew up listening to, that's going to be timeless, that's going to be able to cross over different um, generations and backgrounds and all different types of audiences. Whereas you said, it, it's going to have a bunch of different emotions. You know, you might tear your face up too, but you might also want to dance or you might want to sing, you might want to bop to it. Exactly. So creating different vibes. There you go. And, and definitely Pisces is the one that I would say connected to mo like the most to uh, my my listeners out there. And almost every day someone hit me up and, you know, say what their favorite song is. And just so many opportunities just opened up, you know, from mm -hmm. just one So it's definitely, it definitely was a great start for me to do that. Yeah. And so you said you wanted to take another crack at it. Like you felt as though the first part with the EP wasn't enough. Right. And you were just tapping into it. You know, what did you try to bring in that second part as you added more music to it and um, continue to grow Pisces? Because I, that's something that's unique in itself. Right. And when I read that, I was like, oh, that's kind of dope. You know, why not? You you want right. to put it out. Why not go back and add more to it? You Like, I wasn't done with it yet. <laughs> add some more. So what made you really decide that instead of launching something completely new to continue off of the momentum that Pisces had, to yeah. add to it in a way that again connects with you, your birthday, who you are as a as a Pisces. Um, it was just you know like what I was just talking about, just adding. I feel like enough substance, or I didn't go deep enough in mm. the uh, the EP part of it, which is fine. It was an EP, it was a trial for me, but I feel like I could go way deeper than I did, and I did, and I feel like I could uh, capture more people, you know, because. It's a lot of music out here that's getting made. And I just always want listeners of mine to know I understand everything you're going through. You can listen to my songs and this person in Utah can relate to it. This person in Kentucky can relate mm. to it. You know, it don't just have to be a local, you know, Baltimore mm -hmm. thing. This is this is this is uh worldwide what I'm trying to do with this content out here. So you know, it just people hit me up and let me know how much they love this this music and how they relate to it. It's just crazy to me. You know, even people that's outside of the, the, the country listen right. to it. It's, just, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. You know, you talk about that. And, and I love that perspective because there are so many people that just try to be the best in their bubble. 
you know, and the world is so big. There are so many people out there and so many, as you talk about, if you want to reach somebody in Utah or California or Florida or wherever or another country, why not? And I think that so many times people uh, unfortunately get caught in like, I just want to be the, and I was an athlete growing up, so I'm going to compare it to sports. I want to be the best player in my county, in my area. No, no, no. Be the best in your state, then your region, then your country, then the world. Like just keep growing that bubble. And so you talk about using your voice to be able to reach so many different people. Um, We have actually a great question. And this is from my friend, Philip, who's a founder and business owner himself of Not A Kindo Skincare, by the way, a little drop for him. But he's asking with all the different influences that you've had over the years, I mean, you've talked about Prince, MJ, all these different people, your family. How did you know and when was that moment that you truly found your authentic voice, You know, your personality, who you are as an artist? That's a great question. I want to say last year probably was the start of that. Um, but I'm still not complete. I still don't feel complete. Uh, I could tell you now it's things I'm working on now that don't sound like what I came out with months mm. ago. You know what I'm saying? So it's just about just always challenging myself and never growing complacent with things and trying new sounds and never holding myself back. So my listeners, they know I don't have no project that sounds like the same. You get what I'm saying? So nothing is alike. So just always just growing different influences and sounds. And that just comes from like MJ and Prince. Prince with the different voices, uh, different things he tried out. So it's just things like that that I just try to, you know, to help me grow as an artist. So I still am not even far. I'm far from where I want to be with my sound. But last year, Pisces definitely has me on a, a different uh, level in my mm-hmm. processes. Oh, I like, yeah, I, I I like what you said about just trying to continue to find ways to, to grow and not being complacent of just settling on your sound, one sound, because right. again, that's, that's something that allows you, as you continue to develop as an artist, as a writer, to also be able to make sure you're not limiting yourself, you know, creatively, mm-hmm finding ways to keep reaching different people. So one person might resonate with this sound and somebody else might resonate with a different sound. And that's when you think about the greatest artists of the, you know, over the generations, that's exactly what they were able to do. You can have a pop song, you can have more of a song that's maybe slower, um, a love song. You can have something that's upbeat and you want to dance to, you know, you, the, the best artists are the ones that continue to find ways to raise their ceiling. So I guess your consistent voice is your authenticity. It's not really a sound. It's more of a vibe that you're trying to bring of being able to connect to people. Right. So exactly. take, take us through this timeline, though, because as you talk about, Pisces didn't drop that long ago. So right. from the moment you started and like fully committed to this career of, you know, being as an artist to now take us through that that journey in a, a quick recap. I'm sure you could talk about this for days. <laughs> I could just, you know, in a nutshell. I went away um, to West Virginia for school. So I was there. Um, this is probably sophomore year. It just hit me and I was just like, you know, this is what I want to do. So it started with just me freestyling, freestyling mm. around campus. A few dudes heard me. My roommate heard me. All right, I want you to rap for this person. Then I want you to rap for this person. Then it turned into a few showcases on campus. So first it started with just building that buzz around campus. 
and then taking that back home with me and letting people know back home, like family, friends, like, all right, this is what I'm doing. And I'm serious about it. Cause that could, that, that was the challenging part is getting everyone to take me serious. Mm. Which, you know, cause everyone doesn't support, have to support your dreams. You get what I'm saying? So that's why I say it had to start with me telling myself, this is what I'm doing. You know, and anyone that that's in my life, they know this is what I'm doing and I'm not wavering and I'm not going nowhere with it, you know? And from there, it turned into me knocking out 10 songs. So I had to do 10 songs in one day because I had to get back on the road and be back in class by 8 a.m. So I was home. I left home two in the morning because I was in the studio knocking out a whole mixtape because it had to be done because I didn't know the next time I was going to be able to get back home. So I knocked that out and then I dropped it while I was back at school and that had good reviews, you know? So that let me know right there, like, okay, I can do this. That, that, it was exhilarating. It was, it was a rush. And I just remember that first feeling of coming out with my first uh, piece of work and just seeing people support it. Cause like I said, they didn't, they didn't have to. So that mm-hmm. let me know right there, like, okay, let me keep going. And I will start from five people to 25 to 50 hundred stop like it just it just it just kept going and then after that it was just about staying consistent with it doing freestyles and ciphers were a big thing and i i keep myself in a uh i have a a homeboy of mine who also do music so we just came up in this in this circuit together you know doing the same thing and pushing each other to get better so to this day Hmm. so when you talk about that process it did not happen overnight um, but I'm sure when you look back to sophomore year, which was how many years ago? Four or five years ago? I don't know. Uh, five years. Okay. Um, to now, like that five years is a is a, a good amount of time for some serious growth. So right. when you look back five years to now and you just see the way that you've really been able to develop and going from having to bust out 10 songs because you didn't know when you were going to get studio time again to now, I'm sure you're like, whew. I came through some things, but also I'm sure it taught you a lot about yourself. And as you were saying, having to validate yourself first, you know, before you're even looking for others to give you that affirmation that, oh, you should be writing music. You should be making songs. It started with you of just mentally changing your mindset to understand I'm an artist. I'm a creator. You know, it started, it started with you. I, I like that piece. So we do have another good question for you. Um, and this is getting back to Pisces. Nicole is asking, what is your favorite song off of Pisces? Do you have, are you like a, a proud parent with kids where there's always a fake favorite or do you have a real favorite? <laughs> you know? Uh, my favorite song. Oh, do we stump you? No, actually that that's my, uh, my lady right there. Who do that? <laughs> so. She always try to ask these tough questions because she knows. Yeah. She know. But uh, my favorite song from Pisces, I can't say off the top of my head, but definitely let me let me because I want to give y'all answers. I want to give y'all answers. That's what we here for. Yeah. Uh, if, I, if I say this, people people wouldn't believe me. My favorite song from there, it's called So Open slash Organic. So it's just two songs combined into one. That's my favorite. 
Why is that your favorite? <laughs> uh, bring me back down uh, memory lane. Mm. It's different. It's a different sound than I normally do. It was one of those songs that when I first was playing the project for people, that was one of the ones I kind of was like, had my head to the side. I'm just looking around the room at people like, all right, what you think about this? All right, did I go too far? Like, can I do this? Did I pull it off? And then people ended up liking it. But I love it. That's the one I, I still go back to almost every day. But I love mm. it. everything about it. And then it goes into, you know, it, it kind of has that that Drake mid beat switch to it. Mm -hmm. um, very lush food. Then it gets into those college days and me talking about uh, me running around with my roommates and doing the stuff around campus and stuff like that. So stuff like that always is a favorite of mine. When I tap into another side of myself and I'm just reflecting and it's more so like a conversation from where I'm at now versus where I was when I was 19. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because through your music and, and shout out to Nicole and then Kay, <laughs> giving her her credit for the for the question. But through your music, you're also able to take yourself back to where you were at that time. I think about when I listen to music, uh -huh. it always, you know, reminds me of a time, you know, a sound, a, um, a, a smell, an experience. But you actually are writing music that literally is kind of like you're journaling your own experiences through your music to be able to take yourself back to where you were at, you know, sophomore year, junior year, college, whatever it may have been in the previous right. time. So that that actually, that's some serious stuff there. Now, I do want to get into a little bit more around what you've got going on um, coming up, because it seems like, like I said before, it seems like we're just fully tapping into all these great aspects of who you are. I feel like fatherhood has really been an impact for you. Um, yeah. The the new year and maybe even just some of that confidence of being able to drop different projects. You've got no social so let's let's first talk about the impact that fatherhood has had on you, um, specifically as as an artist, as a professional, as a man. What is what has that been like for you with a youngin that you now are building a legacy for? It's something you uh, can't be prepared for. It's no way. Um, it's life's greatest hurdle and greatest, you know, gift at the same time. Um, but also just raising him in an environment where it's around love and he sees me doing this every day and he come and put the headphones on and it's just the extra thing to go hard for you get what i'm saying without without sounding cliche about it mm -hmm. but that's just really what it is you know just having that extra gear in me now and mm -hmm. realizing someone up here that's just mimicking my every move and wanting to just never mess up and just keep being, you know, Superman to him, even though we all, you know, are just human at the end of the day. You know, I just want him to know, like, you can be yourself. I'm going to push him towards the, you know, anything creative that he wants to do because he already is drawn. He loves singing. He got a little voice on him. So it's just things he can't run away from. So it's going to be beautiful to just, just see, you know, him just grow into whatever lane he wants to be in. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. It's nothing like looking through the eyes of a child. Right. Um, I don't have my own, but for you having your own, I think about my nephew. Shout out to us aunties out here. 
us aunties out here that are uh, living through our, our siblings, kids. Uh, but yeah, to be able to see the life through a child does give you a whole different perspective. It does. You know, it, it takes you back to what it's all about at yeah. the end of the day. We're out here grinding, working around the clock. And it's just you know, he's going to let me know. He's going to let me know, like, all right, yeah, this, this, this is the one. This, this, all right, you need mm -hmm. to tune this up. He, he right there. He in the car. He, he bumping with me, head banging. So I'm like, all right, I, I think we got one. Okay, I think we ready now. I love it. I love it. Yes, y'all keep coming through in the in the uh, comments. What's up, Courtney Harden? Um, I see we've got some more people dropping in. So come through in the comments with any questions you have, any thoughts that you have for Rock. Um, but also looking at your song that you did drop, um, No Social. Right. I, what tell tell us about it for those that haven't had a chance to listen listen and check out what you've been working on. Uh, talk a little bit about that. Well, I try to be as blatant as I could with the actual you know video of it. So go check that out when y'all get a chance. But as far as no socials, that that was just me just wanting to let my generation know everything does not have to be put on social media. You know, I feel like as a 90s baby, uh, I come from an era where we grew up with technology, but it came kind of later. So we still know about privacy and things before the technology era really took off. So I try to always stay true to that within me. Uh, it caused a lot of arguments before, uh, but that's just who I am. I'm a very private person, um, and I just want people around me to conduct themselves in a in a in a way that's that's similar. You know, everything don't have to be put to the forefront. You know, it's just things like I put out there what I want out there, and when I go home or when I'm doing things, it's just certain things that I don't want to hit the net. It's just it's just something that I'm just trying to keep in the memory bank. You know. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Just live your life. Just live your life. You know, because when we, you know, when it's our time to go, we ain't going to be sitting there talking about, oh, I forgot to post this, man. <laughs> what are doing, man? man, this post only got this amount of likes. And why didn't this person, I know they saw my post. Why didn't they double tap? These exactly. are the things that I agree. Like nowadays with everything being so social media heavy, especially with TikTok, not to age myself, but it used to be MySpace and AIM and Zanga. You got in, you got out. There was not all this extra. Um, but now the fact that people cannot even have conversations, don't know how to interact with people. I mean, I think it's a, it's cute to see the you know family TikToks and things like that. Right, but right. I grew up, we just go outside and play, or maybe we're playing, we're watching movies. Maybe we're having karaoke. I know your son apparently likes his drum set. Maybe you're playing with the drum set, um, but that's what it was all about. Just being in the moment, not like glued to your phone and let's record this. No, let's just have a conversation. So I, I had to, I had to ask you about no social because I, I love the message. Right. It definitely, yes. that's, that's the gist of it though. Right. Yes. Absolutely. And, and more people need to have that balance. Yes. Okay. We, we know as business people, you do need social media to help promote what you got going. I'm not going to act like it doesn't help. I just posted my first ad today. I'm starting to be about that influencer life. <laughs> um, but I mean, at the end of the day, there's more to life than social media. 
there's more to there's more to interaction than conversations and what you're posting and how many likes you get. So thank you for that. And I love the title and I appreciate you for putting that out there. Um, but music is not the only thing that you are tapping into. You've got other areas. Uh, right as touch LLC. Okay, LLC. Talk to us about now being a business owner too. It, you know, one of the biggest things that I think about in um, different communities as, you know, as, as a black man and as a minority that is so impactful is to be able to build your own, you know, for anybody, but it's not something that, at least I know I didn't grow up seeing as much, but now yeah. you're able to do that. You're building your own, you've got your own LLC, you are government official. Um, what was the inspiration for you behind that? And what even does it stand for? And tell us a little bit about it. Uh, it's just right as touch. It's just, it's just building a brand getting ready to, before things happen for me, I normally have a plan. So when those things happen, I'm prepared for it. So I just wanted to already be legitimized by the time we gotten to this point. So it been up and running since 2018. You know, I just, I just, it's a certain thing that I want when I'm out here, um, certain way I want to um, look. I want to be a brand. I want to build on it. It's always, like you said, it's different ventures out here that I'm into outside of just music. That's all going to be under that umbrella. So that was just my way of just staying motivated. And when you have a business, you can't let it fail. So now I'm stuck in it. You know, the more money I invest into it, I'm stuck in it. So that's just another battery to keep me, you know, just keep me going. And it's definitely not for the week. Have a plan behind it. Don't just get an LLC because LLC Twitter is telling you to. You get what I'm saying? It's definitely hard work behind it. And before I tell anyone to get into that, definitely have a plan. It's a lot of work, more work than you're you probably ever done. But you know, it's yours. And like you said, it's another it's another baby for you. And it's mm. yours. And whether this seed is yours, and it's completely fine. You know, as long as you know you give yourself the best possible, you know, situation to win. Facts, yes. And that's the thing, you're building your own, you also have your own designer shoe brand that you have been creating to help. I got them right here. I thought that's what that was. All right, tell us about your brand and you're using that to inspire and help the next generation. I'm gonna put you on the big screen. Talk to us about it. Yeah, so this is the box. This is the neighborhood where I grew up at. Um, I always told myself when I could, I was going to do something to uh, memorialize my great grandparents because they are really the backbone to the person I am and my whole entire family. Uh, my great grandmother, Dolores, and my great grandfather, uh, Logan, rest his soul. But I just wanted to give back and just, you know, let them know that this would not be possible. Anything, nothing would be possible without them and their love and just raising the whole entire family. So these shoes is really just dedicated to the neighborhood where literally my entire family tree is from. Like we all grew up in that same house um, on Bartlett. And this is just my dedication to that. So on the box, it actually says a dedication to home, you know. Ah, show the shoe, show the shoe. Of course. <laughs> so this is the first release of them. I just wanted to tap into the colors of the home. And just keep it very, you know, fall, fall like, and not do too much with it. 
and just have a, you know, a smooth designer sneaker. These are made out of Italy in the same shots as these other designer brands. Ah, foreign with it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And you probably can't see, but inside of it is the tongue of the house. And it just say, you know, a dedication to, uh, it's for Logan and Dolores. So that's just my mm -hmm. shout out to, to them. Everything is family oriented when they come to me. And definitely more will be coming. But these are on uh, rockwriter.com right now. There you go. So I, I like the fact that you, again, you're building your legacy and you're building a legacy that's connected with who you are for Logan and Dolores, for family, uh, your roots. And, and you talk about down to the very street um, that you grew up on, you know, you're keeping it, um, keeping it back to who you are as a person and connecting it back to who you are as a person, I should say, but also not letting that block you. You know, I think there's a, there's the balance. You want to stay true to your roots, but you want to uplift your roots. You know, you don't want it to be a situation where you're um, getting better and, and growing in your talent and your business, but staying in that bubble. So you're having that balance of the two of still being able to promote where you grew up, your family, what's important to you, and also still being able to continue to grow as an artist. So what, you know, being able to inspire, look at you, you know, not only are you out here creating music, you're out here also inspiring the next generation. You're trying to push the message around um, staying out of street violence, doing the right things, pursuing your dreams, I'm assuming as well, you know, right. what helped you really, or what motivated you, I should say, to take that step? Because it would have been easy probably you just settle with being an artist and focusing solely on yourself, but you're using your talents, your passion to help push a bigger purpose right. that's beyond you. What was I'm that inspiration? Um, it really just comes from, I had a real rough freshman year, you know, and I'm just glad I had the people that I met in West Virginia to help me get through that. But a lot of the times I had a real, I had real bad uh, survivors um, guilt. I felt like I was now in a, uh, a different environment where I'm no longer looking over my shoulder. Um, I'm not seeing sirens every mm. five seconds. It was just a, uh, <sighs> whenever I would get down there and I just, I would always just, just tell my friends like, man, you got to come down here or. You got to see what life is like down here. It's bigger than just what we are seeing. I didn't know life was different outside of Baltimore. I just kind of felt like everyone was living the same way. You get what I'm saying? And that's mm -hmm. what, if you don't really travel outside of your, your norm, you don't know these things. So I had to get out to see those things and to just not stay out of the city. Because I could have easily went somewhere else once I graduated. But it's just certain things I knew I had to get done here. Well, I would never get over it. You know, it's just certain things I wanted my family to see up close and personal. I was becoming a different person while I was down there. So I feel like now is my time to show them everything I learned and that I, I'm not forgetting. you. And this is what I'm on. These are the next steps. And I got us. Yes, yes. And and so many of things about that. I'm like, I want to unpack it all, but I won't even get into all of it. You said what you said, mic drop. Um, because it is just seeing the world, like getting outside of Baltimore and, and yeah. being in West Virginia and being around even just other people from different backgrounds and, their own, and from their own neighborhoods, I'm sure just showed you so much 
more that, as you said, you want to take that back and empower now, like take what you learned to go help out where you came from and, 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 you know, the people that matter to you most. So I really applaud you for being able to stay so grounded in your roots and, and who you are as a person while also pursuing all these different dreams and talents that are so much bigger than just you. So you also are a writer. You do <laughs> into fantasy writing. Um, tell us about that because again, you're crossing over so many lanes. Uh, uh, and it sounds like you're just fully tapping into that. If I'm not mistaken, this is really just something that we're, you're just starting to get. I don't even know where I saw that you're into writing, but um, I, I, I it wasn't on many places. Oh, I told you about that. I oh did. yeah, you did. You did. That's why. I think, I think okay. you did. Okay. I, think, I, I don't remember. Because you know what? The craziest part is I went to go double check it uh -huh. and I wanted to make sure before I said it and brought yes. it up on the show. And I was yes. I didn't see it many places. So you keep that secretive. I still don't know where I found it, but I did some stalking and found it many Okay. So tell us about your writing background <laughs> and what to expect from you as a fantasy writer, rock of all trades, agreed. Tell us about it. <laughs> I she love it. I love it. I love it. We well, got some first hosts here. Nicole's ready to host. I know Philip was asking some good questions. Y'all taking my job, but go ahead. <laughs> but my first published piece of work was a short story. Um, we did a competition in elementary school for um, young writers, and mine's actually won. Uh, they picked it up, and I that happened when I was 10 years old. And from there, it just was poetry. Mm. I love making words rhyme. And just, once again, it's, it's no overnight thing with any of this. I started writing this book five years ago. So this is just the finished product of why I'm just ready to talk about it now. Because it will come out this year. Um, do I say the title of it? Yeah, not your stuff. Well, it's going. It's called Damsel, Not Distress. Fantasy. Oh. Album. Yeah, it's a dystopian literature falls under the category of like Hunger Games, uh, Divergent series, things like that. Those are the series that get my creative juices flowing. You know, seeing different things like Game of Thrones and stuff like that. Or, uh, what if society wasn't good? <laughs> yes. So it just for some reason things like that it just keeps me going it gets me going and I just wanted to try my hand at it and we here we got the finished product we looking at a spring release uh this year damsel not distressed again and we okay. just yeah you're just following uh two teenagers who come from just different backgrounds, you know, without giving away everything. They just come from two different backgrounds and finding a way to coexist in this new society where it looks to them to be a utopia, but if you're not following their rules and their guidelines, death, chaos, destruction to your family, friends, all of that. So it's just about seeing the lenses from two different characters living in the same location. And of course, like the uh, title says, the main character, I don't want anyone to look at like she needs saving. So that's why it's called Damsel, Not Distressed. Ooh, 
Okay. All righty then. First of all, I, I'm rocking with the title. I like the play on words there instead of damsel in distress. Okay. I see what you did there. Um, but I, again, just am very impressed with the fact that you are tapping in all these different areas and working on so many different things at once and juggling and fatherhood, writing, music, business, um, your shoe designs. You know, what is your advice to somebody that has ambitions of, of wearing different hats and, and having has all these different areas they want to get into? And I know you probably like myself have always I know I was always told I'm trying to do too much. You're stretching right. yourself too thin. You can't do all that. So right. what is your advice to others that also have that ambitious, creative mentality like yourself? Well, my advice is. Excuse me. My advice is just taking it one step at a time. I don't. I do not rush anything. I do not uh, overwork myself. So, like you're seeing, uh, the book is five years in the making. So now it's coming out. So people want to see it and be like, "Oh, you're doing this too." But mm. it's just like, no. I'm in the background. I'm working. I'm taking my time to perfect it. So everything has a a time and a place. So just focus on something. Do that. Uh, and get to a comfortable space where now you can start moving into other ventures that you want to do. Because like you say, at first it was just strictly music. It took five years because I would put it to the side to do merchandise and to build up my music mm -hmm. career and things like that. So now that I'm here, not saying that I'm in this big space where now I can just do these other things, but I'm in a more comfortable space where now I can focus on the book and things like that. So it's just about or organization and taking your time with things and not feeling like you need to rush because all people need to see is the finished product. And as long as that content is great, they don't care when they get it, as long as it's solid. And that's what I pride myself on. You know, that's why my brand is called Writer's Touch. I want people to know that whenever you see this logo, it's attached to something that took time and something um, that I didn't just rush out. You get what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I always want them to know it's more so like a quality stand. Um, I hear that. I think it is. It is so. It's like giving me chills. It's so creepy to me in a good way. Um, you talk about the last five years, mm -hmm. and I think I have said almost the exact same thing that you just said. Just for my career, like it's yeah. been five years that I've been growing my reporting career, and yeah. now I feel like, <laughs> and now I feel like I'm at a spot where I'm like, I'm actually launching a book this year too. Um, not damsel, not distressed. It's a, it's a self-help inspirational book, but, um, I'm like, I've been writing my book for a few years and everybody says the same thing. Oh, you're doing so many things right now. I can't keep up. I'm like, actually, I've been working on these things for years. You're just exactly. now seeing them. So exactly. I, I, I feel all this on a personal level because I'm in the same spot of like, after that first five years in a career, and this is for anybody, when you are working on something, it's not going to happen overnight. It took you five yeah. years to get to the point where you're comfortable launching your, your book, when you're fully pouring into your business, when exactly. you're fully launching your shoe line, you know, it doesn't happen immediately. And it may take time to build other areas. Like you were building your music career, which now helps with these other things because exactly. you've already been established. Exactly. Man, exactly. we are here. And that's why, okay. you know, you don't, you do not have to take your full process and put that on social media. Because if I would have said two years ago, oh yeah, I'm working on a book. You talking about where this book is at? <laughs> you said you were driving a book. I still don't see the book. 
<laughs> like, why are you writing a book? What do you need to write a book for? Like, there'd be all this extra opinion that you don't need. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. So you have a lot of incredible things going on. And I, I am so appreciative of the fact that we were able to have you on the show to talk about it. So share with everybody that is listening where they can find more, your links, promote, promote everything you've got going on. Let's do it. Okay. I have a... A big release. I'm not going to say too much. I have a big major release coming next month, February. So look out for that. Of course, follow me everywhere. Rock Writer, R-O-C-W-R-I-T-A-H. Um, rockwriter.com. You can follow that webpage and subscribe to it and get alerts first and a lot of other things, merchandise, things that's not out there yet. This is actually merchandise that I created right here um through my brand so we here we working as you should be as you should be that's all we can do right and still find a ways to continue to grow your career continue to reach people and having it all connected and the biggest thing is continuing to chase your dreams um and i appreciate that because so many times we're told especially us 20 somethings 20s are supposed to be a mess okay for anybody that thinks otherwise uh, yeah. to have it together. No, nobody has it together in their 20s. And if they do, they're lying. And then, no, no. That is your time to figure stuff out, to chase your dreams, to do whatever it is you want to do, travel, whatever else. So exactly. um, you are, you're doing that right now. You're living that five years in, got amazing things going on. So I appreciate you so much for taking sure. time to join us and for your incredible family and friends that have been uh, tuned in. Appreciate them as well for for rocking with us throughout this entire episode. <laughs> you know, there, right? And I have to tell you this before we go, though, because the whole time I've been trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Have you ever, okay, has some anybody ever told you who you sound like? I'm gonna see if you. No. Okay, maybe it's just. Yeah, me. Look who I look like. You know. <laughs> who do you look like? I'm not, I'm not getting into it. I'm not. I don't know about that one. I'm not getting um, into it. <laughs> um, I hear some Jermaine Dupree. Jermaine Dupree? Yeah. Is that like, a good thing? I don't, I don't, is that a good thing? Do I want to sound like Jermaine Dupree? Your talking voice. Yeah. Okay. He's got like a, you have like, okay. Like I was, I had, when I wasn't like looking and I was like trying to figure it out. I'm like, who does this sound like? And I hear, like, if I'm trying to think of, Say if you were to say a Jermaine Dupree line, I feel like you would hear it. I hear it. I don't know if anybody else hears it. Maybe it's me. My Jersey ears are hearing it. But you have a a rapper's talking voice. Like if you were to tell, if you were to ask somebody to guess what you do, and you were talking, I guarantee you they'd be like, "Ah, oh, you work in music somehow. You either sing or you rap. You yeah. definitely have a rapper's voice. You know what? So I don't think that's an insult. I want to set it. Right, up no, no, no. Now that you just. <laughs> Said it that way, you brought it back yeah. in. Like how you have, he's got a, a very distinguished talking voice. Mm -hmm. Like you can hear him talking like that's a rapper. Like I know you can drop some music. And I'm getting some of those vibes. It's not as Atlanta. Okay, that's probably, it's like Baltimore, Jermaine. Right. Okay. <laughs> Don't have people hit me up talking about Jermaine Dupree because you know you starting jokes right now. No. Mm -hmm. I like Jermaine. All no, right, no, we love you're you. gonna hear it. Somebody else is gonna say it to you one day. Yeah, yeah. I'm not feeling. Shout I'm out not to Jimmy. Jimmy. 
All right, Jermaine, I mean, Rock. Uh, <laughs> Jermaine, Jamal, listen. No. Listen, we if hit. you were to do, if you were to do a clip of Jermaine Dupri, I, I guarantee you people will be like, I hear it now. I heard it. And since I don't know you and I haven't had a conversation with you, maybe I have fresh ears. Why are you setting me up like that? <laughs> All right. Well, last thing I want you to, to drop before we go, because I don't want to end on a, I thought this was a, a good thing. Apparently it's, it's, a, it's not, it's okay. It's I'm sorry. Shout out to Jermaine Dupri though. I'm, I'm going to say that again. <laughs> what is the 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 last thing that I want to ask is what is the main aspect of your legacy when you look at all the, the different hats that you're wearing and all the different talents that you have mm -hmm. you know fast forward five five more years from now what is that legacy that you want people to take away from who you are I want people to uh if kids from Baltimore, let me know that watching my moves, let them know that the world is much bigger than what we are seeing here in Baltimore. Um, that's everything to me. Just continue to inspire the communities out here. And I just want people to, to see more positivity when they think of Baltimore and not just all the negative news clippings and, and things like that. So just me putting my city on the map in that way and things like that and not being ashamed of where I come from or just because I don't look like the typical Baltimore rapper per se, like mm -hmm. what does that look like? You get what I'm saying? We don't know. So I just want to change that that mind frame with the individuals that are actually here. And I'd be great if that happened. I appreciate that. Yes. And there's not and look, we're breaking stereotypes. You know, there is no look to a a rapper there's no look to somebody from baltimore i always tell people the same thing with me i don't sound apparently black because that's the language now no we're, we're getting rid of this whole mindset like we're changing because what is what is talking black you know, right. we definitely i get told i talk white and i don't sound black that is so disrespectful exactly. yeah we gotta change that and i i used to say that and my aunt she would just be like this too mm -hmm. like, what, what you mean by that because right. she's Cause I would say she talks like that and she'll be like, what proper. Exactly. So she got that out of my mind frame early. So that's, that's what it's all about. And that's, that's yeah. what, that's what you're doing. And I can see that is just changing the narrative, you know, changing the stereotypes, trailblazing in that sense of like, there is no specific look or sound or expectation. You're just set a bar and raise the bar, you know, and continue to, to raise it. So I really appreciate you so much for taking time to join us on the show. It's been a pleasure learning about you, hearing about all the different hats you wear, the successes that you have. And in the first five years to see how much you've been crushing it, I'm excited to see what's next for you. Jermaine, um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. I'm not a funny person. So I feel like if I'm a, if I have a chance, I had to take it, I'm sorry. Rock. Right, y'all, the one and only Rock White Raya. I appreciate I you so much. People to take away from this interview, they ain't gonna remember none of the great stuff I just was talking about. Oh, dang! So right, you're so right. Dang, I shouldn't, I shouldn't end with that. From your business to your yeah. shoe line to your yeah. music to Pisces, yeah. no, no social. The one and only Rock 
Right. Give him a follow. Check out his website, www.rockwriter.com. Give him a follow across also all social media presence. Yeah. All social media platforms. When you do go on social media for that little bit of time, exactly. And thank you all for tuning in. I told you we were starting off 2022 in a big way. And what better way to do it than to have one of the greatest pioneering artists and business owners. Um, now, now, now I'm gassing you up. See what I did there? Oh, no. <laughs> Joining us on the show. So thank you all for tuning in to another edition of Beyond the Headlines. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Be sure to tune in each and every week as we're bringing you live episodes across podcast platforms, digital platforms, and follow us on Authentic TV on Roku and Fox Sports Radio. I'm your host, Renee, with my incredible guest, Rock Ryder. I hope you guys have a great one, and I'll see you guys next time. Only on Beyond the Headlines. This is Beyond the Headlines. <laughs> Only on Beyond the Headlines. This is Beyond the Headlines. <laughs> Only on Beyond the Headlines. This is Beyond the Headlines. <laughs> headlines. We're Renee Washington.